song, Shaq? Yo, I have no idea. <laughs> no? Mm-mm. Why in not? Past, in the past 40 minutes, I have cycled from uh, annoyance to rage to um, indignation to uh, um, uh, like a kind of a, well, maybe I'm wrong. So I turned it on me. Okay. To, uh, uh, you know, fully turning it on. Oh, maybe I am the problem. To, uh, well, hi, we're, we're all just doing the best out here. To, uh, I don't know if I can help you. To, I'm just exhausted. Uh, and it all made me pull out candy corn. <laughs> and so now I'm eating candy corn to try to feel better. And it is not working. Man, that's a cycle. Mm-hmm. That's a cycle. I don't know. That's kind of where I am now. I don't know. <laughs> when you uh when you try to like think maybe it's your fault, do you like legitimately consider that? That's like, my whenever fault? I, yeah, because like I've noticed that like when I say it's my fault, I'm still thinking it's your fault. I'm just saying like really like ignorant points to still defend me while just phrasing it differently. Well, and I feel like is, other people are better people than me in that regard. What, what I am upset with and, and the who, the who and the what of it all, they're not actually here with me. I'm not having this discussion with someone. Oh, so okay. this is just me by myself. Okay. So this being is mental. angry. Yes. Being angry at things that were said. And I'm just like, are you fucking kidding me? And what do they think they're doing? Um, they don't know about me. That's not how I work. Maybe there is something wrong with how I work. Maybe this is my ego. Maybe they do see better. Maybe this is, for me, it will always, and it's a, it's very sad, but I will always end up like, ah, maybe, maybe I am doing something wrong. Now, do I fully believe it? I probably believe it about 65%. Wow. Okay. That maybe, maybe I am doing something wrong, but the other, the other 35 is like, is that right? 65, 35. Yeah. yeah the other, right. yeah. The other 35 is first questioning my math. And then second, <laughs> just like, I don't know, you know, you do have to trust your gut on some things. The other 35% is arguing with itself. So I've got arguments going on inside my gut about whether or not I should trust my gut while I am questioning in my brain whether or not I should trust my gut. My whole body's in turmoil. <laughs> Yo. Yeah, whatever this confidence has is that a lot of people have, um, even if they're faking it till they make it, at some point they've made it and they truly believe it. Or if it's just been in them all along, I'm very envious of it because I don't necessarily come from that, come from that. And yet I also have my own sense of arrogance that um, I, I question sometimes. Sometimes it comes up and I'm like, no, I'm just right. Um, but, you know, I feel like when I, when I feel that way, then something's going to come through and show me that I am actually wrong. But I don't know. I, uh, you know, it's 
sometimes it is a struggle, but as far as just like a confidence, uh, overall confidence in my skin, that wanes, that base, that's based day to day. It, it waxes and wanes like the moon. Now, uh oh, we no, 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 uh oh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm trying to figure out here, like, uh, we won't get into specifics, but, uh, mm-hmm. like, is this some? Is this like a thing that you're gonna have to acknowledge at some point? Like, are you gonna have to like talk about it? Probably with the, the person. Maybe. I mean, I don't like uh, confrontation. <laughs> okay. So I don't really want to have to talk about it. I just want it to work out. Why can't it all just work out in my favor? That's where my arrogance comes in. Why can't? Why can't you all just come to your senses? And realize what you need to do for me. And then just do that thing. That's fair. Mm, It's not fair. Why should anyone else be trying to figure out what to do that's best for me? Why am I not doing that? Why am I not actively doing that? Why am I passive in what I think is best for me? So you think the the issue isn't that they're not trying is that you're not letting them know what your issues are. Yeah, that, that might be it. I, I think that's partially it. Okay. Um, but also it could just be, uh, maybe it's just not, maybe it, 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 it's not meant to work out. Maybe this is just a thing that is not supposed to work out in the way that you want it to. And maybe I'm so focused on, something working out in a particular way that I've got blinders on and I don't see the other ways that it can work out because Mm. I'm salty that the way that I want it to work out is not going to work out. That's another place where arrogance rears its head. My arrogance doesn't come up at good moments (laughs) unless I'm on stage. When I'm on stage is the good moment of my arrogance. Okay. The rest of the time when it shows up, it's probably not a good time. It's probably me being upset and my arrogance, like backing me up, like, yeah, be upset. And when really, no, actually think this through, but it's too late. My ego shows up only to do comedy or to get mad at somebody without really knowing the reason. Oh, we mad. Okay, great. We mad. (laughs) That's my my arrogance is my spliff star. It's, it's my hype man. And it's not, I don't know how often it's doing me favors, except for when I'm on stage. Oh, shy freaky time. Yeah, yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Is uh, is the other party aware that you're not uh, feeling great about the situation? I don't know. What, what am I going to do? Tell them? The madness. Okay. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot going on in here. It doesn't have oh. to be this way. I always, I'm always very difficult. I always try to pick like the difficult way of doing things because I'm like I don't see any other way of doing it. And then it's not until like maybe the very last moment that I'm like, oh, I guess I could do this thing, but that just seemed too easy. Well, maybe it seemed easy because it's actually the thing you're supposed to do. You yeah. know, I don't know if I'm being lazy. And picking something that's the easy way out or if that's the easy way out because that's actually how that's supposed to go. That's literally like 
all the powers that be going, bitch, if you don't just do it this way while I'm in my head, like, what's the hardest way I can be, you know, do anything? It's a lot. I know. I just laid a lot on everybody and none of it makes any sense. And (laughs) I appreciate y'all sitting through whatever that seven minutes was. But yeah, I'm just, I've gone through all of these emotions and I'm just back down. I don't know what's going on. And I feel like a lot of people maybe have moments like that throughout their days where they're just like, what? Huh? Where? Why? Huh? I don't know. So that's just, I just went through that over the, like over the past hour. (laughs) So I'm, (laughs) I'm rooting for you as always. Yeah, I know. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Um, A few things I'll point out. Mm -hmm. Um, One, um, you are fully allowed, obviously, to feel the full range of feelings. Mm -hmm. Um, Two, um, while I do believe in responding in a timely manner, Mm-hmm. So anytime I feel justifiably wronged, um, timely in real time versus emotional time is very different. Oh, sure. so like, you know, there's the emotional toll of going through that cycle that like, I feel like whenever I'm in a similar place, it feels like I need an answer right in the cycle. Whereas if I just allow myself to go through it like once or twice exhaust Mm -hmm. myself and then get calm and then address it it's usually only been like an hour and to the other party it still feels like a timely response like right now (laughs) you know like it happened an hour ago right so like you went through this whole cycle you could go through the whole cycle again and then like if you talk to that person at two o'clock they just gonna be like oh my bad i didn't realize that and it's gonna seem like a normal amount of time to respond so give yourself permission to go through that yeah, I mean, I think that's what's going to happen. Um, yeah. Because I think I have to, uh, I'll have to address the situation and the person again in a in a couple of hours. And I'm sure by then I'll just be like, okay, look, here's what it is. There won't be as much like pain and strife <laughs> as I've gone through. <laughs> it will have worked itself through. <laughs> but uh, I will say like, uh, one of the things that I've, I've, it might, I don't know if I've learned it because maybe it's like, it's just my belief system. Mm-hmm. But I feel that uh, the key to like being a successful adult is accepting that you're constantly going to have uh, conversations that put you on, in an uncomfortable place. Right. And the, the sooner you're able to like, uh, be okay with that and handle them more head on the mm-hmm. easier your life becomes right like like i always think of like my kid brother when he was he got into a car accident when he was 20 mm-hmm. and when it came time to call like the cops and the insurance he called my parents and i'm like yo like you a grown man in every sense of the world's uh, mm-hmm. opinion right like they see you physically you're an adult you're legally an adult you just happen to live with mom and dad Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But like when when it's time to make these phone calls, like, you know, you're acting like a kid, even though you giving off man energy around the house. You know, <laughs> you're trying to you're trying to do man shit. You like, yo, I, I, I come I come and go as I please. Mm-hmm. That's not the man side of it. That's the you know, the the legalese you free. But like real man, real adult, 
real woman shit, like grownups acknowledge that, like, yo, it's something awkward. I just got to have this phone call, mm-hmm. you know? So, like, that's kind of like what it hit me. I was like, yo, like, that's just all adulthood is, is just constantly, like, going through these awkward conversations that as a kid, I would have not only avoided, I would have had someone else have for me. Right, right. You know, as an adult, we can avoid them, but ideally, mm-hmm. We just figure out, yo, we just got to have this. Like, let's just right. get this on, you know? Yeah. And I only know this because, like, uh, whenever there's something weird in my house, I'm the guy. Like, I didn't I didn't, I didn't, didn't ask for the job, <laughs> just to be clear. <laughs> but I didn't realize that, like, when I got married and had kids, that, like, when something happens, people turn to me now. And I, I can't turn to my parents. And I would if they were here, believe me. But I, I they weren't. <laughs> they weren't. And I realized that I had to. And, like, now I've gotten not necessarily comfortable with the convo, but comfortable with the idea that I mm-hmm. have to have those combos. Right, right. You know what I mean? I think that's the yeah. gig. That's that's what. Yeah, well, that's you know. that's what it. That, yeah, that's absolutely what it is. So, I mean, I'll do it. It'll be fine. I'll do it at some point. I'll forget that I was mad. I don't know. I'm I'm mad. I'm always mad, but I'm mad. <laughs> You're allowed to be shy. But you know what? You got to have some cool candy corn. Yeah, I guess. You know? Mm-hmm. You got to vent a little bit. This is the beauty of podcasting. I love podcasting because of this. Yeah? We have mm. thousands of listeners that get to listen to us vent. And at the same time, there's 350 million people in this country. So, like, it's also, like, not talking to anybody that knows you personally. It's weird. You know? <laughs> like, That's I could possible. yell out sure. loud. People give me feedback, and then none of those people are like my cousin. <laughs> yeah, I mean that is that is true. Sure, it, it's a very um, it's a very good bet that none of your family is listening to your podcast. Anyone out there who's listening to us and they have their own podcast, your own family's not listening to it at all. So, so you should be fine, I guess. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see. It depends on if anyone decides to slide my DMs with some sort of uh, here's what you should do, which luckily I, I do have to say, luckily, people don't do. And I appreciate that. And let's keep that up, shall we, everybody? Don't come <laughs> into my DMs with any sort of suggestion on how to live my life. I ain't paying attention to you. But um, yeah, I mean, I guess I guess it is. I don't know. We'll figure it out. It's just it was a lot of feelings all at once. Yeah. And I was talking them out as I was having them to myself again, okay. by myself, or to the cat. That's why the cat's here, to take the brunt of all of these conversations. <laughs> <clears throat> and then by the time of me trying to talk it out and going through that whole cycle, I was just like, yo, I think I just exhausted myself. Yeah. So, um, you know, well, time to talk to Gastor. <laughs> <laughs> I will say we have uh I I I I I love like how different our lives are because like <laughs> <laughs> just from like having like edited these episodes, like I get revved up the way you're revved up about real life shit about sandwiches. Mm-hmm. Um like this would this was me last week. I'm, I felt exactly what you felt, you know, because the heroes went up to seven dollars and that hurt mm-hmm. my soul. You right, know, so, right. Yeah, you. Everybody's allowed to feel their feelings, however silly or real they are. You know. <laughs> I'm glad we're here for you this week, Sha. 
Thank you very much. Thank you to our listeners, our troops and correspondents. Yeah. I hope you haven't turned it off. If you fast forward, I understand, but I hope you haven't turned it off. <laughs> if you figured out what she's talking about, send me a DM, okay? Mm-mm. Uh, Mm-mm. You know, I mean, don't send it to job, but let, let's 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 work this code out together. Mm. You know? Well, no. <laughs> it's just just trying to be a person out here with Amen. other people. That's where it gets sticky. Other Madness. people are also trying to be people out here. I don't care for it, but what are you going to do? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get into the news, Sha. All righty. <laughs> uh, emotional support alligator. Wally Gator is up for America's favorite pet. That's right. Hard-hitting news, Sha. <laughs> what? <laughs> Wally Gator from Pennsylvania is in the running for America's favorite pet. Wally Gator, a seven-year-old reptile who hails from the city of York um, and reportedly loves to give hugs. They got arms for the gators. Yeah, I don't. I feel like a hug is the prelude to a bite. Yeah. (laughs) My man's just a bad hunter. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Give hugs is currently in the lead uh, in, in a new pet popularity contest, America's favorite pet animal kingdom which includes animals of all shapes, sizes, and species. Uh, it's currently unknown how many votes uh, Wally Gator has, but the animal has a dedicated TikTok following. With more than 68,000 people following this gator. Shy, we don't got 68,000 followers on TikTok. I don't have 60 people. <laughs> I don't even. I'm looking right now to see how, how good this gator got it. <laughs> Yo, gator's killing it. Uh, if the gator wins, by the way, it gets a $10,000 prize. And a two-page spread in In Touch magazine. Yo, this Gator got a publicist, shot. <laughs> yo, we gotta step our game up out here, yo. I, I <laughs> right behind uh, Wally Gator in terms of votes is a chinchilla named Churro. And, uh, <laughs> how is that not winning? That's awesome. Uh, these hugs gotta be amazing. Uh, and a rescue dog named Hank, and a tamed wild Mustang named Sundance Sunny Kid. That name is whack. That's too long. Um. I'm going with Chinchilla Churro. Yeah, um, Churro the Chinchilla? Come that's on. That's fire. Yo, that's kind of hard. Uh, that's, the best, of, that's the best name out of all. Well, I mean, Hank is a good name, no matter the animal. Yeah, Hank is solid. Hank is a solid pet name. Yeah, Hank is solid. And I ain't mad at this hugging gator. I just think <laughs> Chinchilla named Churro is kind of fire. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I guess I feel like all right, I feel like Wally Gator here is um, probably in the lead because of those hugs. I'm sure Hank gives hugs, but yeah. we've all in some way gotten a hug from a dog, so it's not novel. Right. Um, I don't know if this Mustang is giving hugs, but I feel like not um, because I don't want a hug from a wild Mustang because they're horses and horses are bigger than you think. And wild ones, no matter how tame Sundance Sunny Kid is, is still in its heart and soul a wild Mustang. So we don't know when the switch is going to flip on Sunny, right? No, nah, that's fair. So you can't trust Sunny. So I guess I see why Wally Gator might be the one to beat because it's a it's an alligator that gives hugs. But I also don't know if I want to trust a hug from an alligator. Yeah, yo, that's that's I don't know. I feel that feels dangerous to me. Yeah, um, yeah, I, I, I can't vibe with it, but uh, 
apparently he's like a, an emotional support pet. You know, he senses people's emotions. He gives them hugs to cheer them up. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I don't know about this. I, I don't know about a gator doing all that. It just feels like a long con. Doesn't this feel like a long con? <laughs> Yo, real talk, I feel like Wally going to drop an album. Well, I feel like Wally uh-uh, is literally, if a gator is hugging me, I feel like it's testing how tender my meat is. <laughs> you go like, to sleep, but it's like patting your leg. Yeah, <laughs> you know, just like. It was like feeding me more butter and stuff. Like, I don't know if I trust a hug from an alligator. <laughs> you know, I mean, it, the alligator senses emotion. Is this new? This feels new. Have alligators always sensed emotions nah, in people? Just Wally. Or if it's just Wally, it's a trap. <laughs> if Wally's the first alligator to be like, you seem sad. Let Wally give you a hug. Meanwhile, he's, <laughs> he's sniffing you and trying to figure out where to where to start carving first. Nah. Mm-mm. Give that shit to Hank. <laughs> I know I'm a traditionalist to give it to the dog. I mean, churro for the name alone, sure. But, I mean, if we're trying to go full body, give it to Hank. Oh, churro hugs, too. They got the same, like, size arms, you know? Wait. A chinchilla is big or little? I don't know. I think a chinchilla is like a small dog size, maybe? I thought they were small. Let me see. Let me. Yeah, they are. Chinchillas are little. Okay. Chinchilla or rodents? Oh, no. I can't give a rodent any sort of prize. You know why I almost kicked a rat last night? What? Where? In the street where all the rats are. <laughs> yeah, it ran across me. It ran across right in front of me as I was walking. I didn't have on any loud shoes. Last night there was a lot of rain, so I had on okay. rain boots. So there was no kind of clomping or anything uh, to let them know a person was going by. So I guess it probably thought it was in the clear. And that bitch right. ran right out in front of me as I was stepping, and I almost kicked it. And I screamed. And I'm sure the rat probably screamed. We probably both screamed and then laughed once we got to the corner of the street. <laughs> so awesome. uh, so I'm looking at chinchillas. They are rodents. So that's an automatic no. I yeah. don't. We don't negotiate with rodents. Yeah, I got to say, I, <laughs> I think I that. was like. Uh, hey, I think I, I think chinchilla in my head is a chihuahua. Um, <laughs> So this is full, full honesty here. Uh, okay. In my head, it's a chihuahua. I didn't know that till right now. Second, mm-hmm. um, I was misapplying um, credibility to chinchilla because I keep thinking like uh, like fur coats. Yes. That's also, now that I realize that a chinchilla is a rodent, I'm I like, y'all are out here bragging about having rat fur coats. Right? That's just crazy. I don't want that at all. Mm-mm. I used to want one. I don't want one. I want to look at what an alpaca one. is now. Yeah. Are alpacas like mics too? No, alpacas are like llamas. Okay. Yeah, see, it should be like, I feel like fur should only come from stuff like that. Like. <laughs> from tall like, animals? Yeah, like it should be like a one piece. Like, oh, the, like you should know this coat is like Jeremy the alpaca. Not like. Gotcha. A, not okay. Like the, you know, like chinchillas, you got to take out like three generations to make a. 
a, a, a snorkel. You know, that's crazy. Yeah. I mean, to make a coat for Fat Joe back in the day, that's a lot of chinchillas. Yeah. You know, I mean, then you got to dye them all pink or whatever. <laughs> like <hair bonds. laughs> I mean, you got to dye all them animals pink and then you got to shave them like that's a lot. Yeah, that's not for me. <laughs> Uh-uh. And I feel like I want the animal to be big because, like, I want to make sure they get just the fur. Mm. You know, like, you can mess up and leave, like, a chinchilla head. And, then, like, I'm putting on my jacket and, like, I get scared because there's, like, a chinchilla in the cut. Sure. You know? <laughs> yes. But well, an alpaca no. ain't going to, like, sneak on in your, your hoodie. No, no, no. An alpaca, they're going to, from the neck down, they're going to shave it. Alpacas are... Uh, like roughly llama size, so yeah. yes, that's that's true. Yeah, nah, chinchilla got to go. That's I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, so it looks like Hank. I think you, you're my winner, Hank. Yeah, Hank the dog. <laughs> you just came out ahead right there. Yeah, um, unless uh, they start making uh, you know coats out of you. Uh, oh no, who's gonna wear a dog for a coat? You know, I what? don't know. Let we wear chinchillas, huh? I mean, you. That's right. Real Hank. talk, and we, yeah. we damn sure been wearing Wally shoes and, and belts. <laughs> We really have. I mean, I guess the the dog is is the least wearable animal out of the top four right now. So it needs this, you know. It needs to win this award. Yeah, Hank needs this more than (laughs) more than we know. You know what I mean? Wally go live his life and then have an afterlife of use. Okay, not (laughs) Hank. True. Hank just got his time here with us, and that's it. (laughs) Give that man his flowers. Okay. (laughs) <laughs> uh, we we are throwing the full weight of this podcast behind Hank the Dog. You oh know what I mean? Goodness. Send those mm-hmm. votes that way. Uh, <laughs> in uh, in other news, uh, uh, Mel Peters uh, school district asking parents to let teachers move in. That's right. Uh, the Bay Area's out of control housing crisis, a shortage of properties, and uh, rapidly rising rents has pushed some educators elsewhere. Uh, Mel Peters uh, Unified School District said some teachers and staff have left. Uh, for other districts because of the high cost of living in the Santa Clara County and the Bay Area region. Um, the school district said at the end of 2022, uh, they lost seven teachers who opted to move uh, to more affordable communities. Uh, the school district sent a message to parents on a communication board asking if they could rent out vacant rooms in their homes to teachers in hopes of retaining them. We need your help in supporting our MUSDT educators. If you have a room for rent at your home and would like to share the housing opportunity with our Milpitas Unified School District educators, please fill out this Google form. If you know someone who may have a room coming up for rent, please share this information with them. Okay. If the housing costs are so high that they're losing educators Mm -hmm. to other areas because they can't afford to live in the city, in the county, in the district. Right. Why do they think that families have extra rooms? <laughs> you got a spare room, B? Do they think it, it's the, hou- the housing costs are only affecting teachers? <laughs> what on <laughs> earth makes them think? That the families all have just extra space. 
You ain't got no free willy, like, you know. <laughs> what? I seven, seven teachers in the bedroom, Shot. That's it. You know? That's just seven families that have spare bedrooms, you know, in the, in, in this public school district. That's, That's insane. Uh, I know it's as too if... much for these adults to afford apartments on their own. Right. So they think that. Do they think that there aren't already families probably sharing apartments now? <laughs> oh man. Full ass families. <laughs> where the the sets of parents are in the bedrooms and all the kids are living in the living room. Living room just has a floor of mattresses. Yo. What do they think is happening That's... that the families have extra space for the teacher? Also, who wants your it, who wants your teacher to live with you? Oh, for real. Who B. wants your teacher to live with you? What do they do? This? Ride the school bus with you? What's Not happening? Me? Yo. Yo, if, eat if that. If you give me a C and then I got to wait for you to brush my teeth, yo. Yeah, we got we, problems. We got problems, B. We got problems. <laughs> all your, all the teacher version of the books are being marked up. I'm tearing out every answer key. I'm tearing out every answer key. <laughs> now you solve for X. How about that? <laughs> Fun fact: uh, in uh, sixth grade, um, my friend Jamal, um, his uh, aunt was an English teacher, mm -hmm. and he figured out that she was using the same book that we were using for English. Mm -hmm. And the class went from getting like seventies on these tests to like all of us getting hundreds. And oh wow! The teacher thought she was doing exceptional work. Oh she wow! Was like really early in the game, until like her third test in a row where we like crushing it, and uh -huh. like she knew our effort, she knew it wasn't there. Um, but yeah, somebody <laughs> like messed up and like uh, they like Xerox copies of the answer sheet, but the way they right. did it is uh, they Xeroxed it on fax paper. Okay. So when they came to the school to with the with the uh, test answers, it wasn't mm -hmm. like separate sheets. It was like a long fax, a real long, <laughs> the old long fax shit. So <laughs> he's trying to like crumple that shit in his pocket. <laughs> One man had like a hundred eighty pages connected, <laughs> so he couldn't hide that shit. So we he, like. Took down the whole class. We had a great thing going, you know? Wow. Crazy. Well, I mean, he was truly stupid, so only he should have gone down. <laughs> because it feels like, to me, you should know to cut them Yo. into separate pages. So he maybe was... he was he was in a class he wasn't even supposed to be in. I feel like his, his that English class was not. <laughs> like, that wasn't the right. One for all. him. He should have been in just basic English and not like advanced or whatever. That's it. You know? Because we learned yeah. that early, okay? And we have to stress about teachers living with us, okay? Oh my gosh. I mean, if the teacher is related to you, I mean, what are you gonna do? You know, you're helping out family. But it, it would be best if it's not a teacher in your school. your school. I always feel for anyone who has to go to a school where their parent is a teacher or administrator. Yeah. Like that's gotta stink. <laughs> that's gotta stink, you know? <laughs> yeah, that's like odd. maybe don't don't live right in your school, 
you know, the zoning for the school that you teach in. Yeah. Like I, I agree. feel like you should drive a little way so that your kid isn't like in their your school. Yeah, that's not fair to them at all. No. Yeah, they, they I mean they're never going to catch a break. They're never going to catch a break. Yeah. I, mean, Kate, I had a, one of my cousins worked in uh in my daughter's school for like one year while she was like mm-hmm. she was doing like some after school program. And you know, I'm I'm Dominican. I got like 30 cousins, you know, like sure. so like admittedly like I see them maybe like once or twice a year. But like I grew up with them, so I know you know I love them, but I don't need to see them every day to maintain that relationship. Right. So like, she tells me, "Hey, I'm gonna be working in uh, your your kid's school." I was like, "Oh, that's dope." So I tell Michaela, I was like, "Hey, Michaela, um, my cousin's gonna work in your school. Um, I just wanted to let you know she don't feel weird about it. You know, if there's someone that's an adult that knows you in the class, she's like, mm-hmm. Dad, I don't know who the hell that is.'" So <laughs> I feel completely fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, like, there's that. <laughs> She's like, Dad, I've probably seen that lady five times in my life. Uh, I don't know who that is. She is a stranger as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> oh, Kids wow, are awesome. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, that's a, she makes an excellent point. Straight that's up. your cousin, not her. I ain't got shit to do with her. Yo, that like, was y'all's relationship. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> and like, yo, like real talk, Michaela kept the same energy. Like, uh, cause my daughter, like my cousin texted me like six months later. She was like, Hey, like I, I saw your cousin in the program. I went to say what's up. Mm-hmm. And she was like, you know what she told me? I was like, Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm Crystal. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm your, I'm your, co- I'm your dad's cousin. And your daughter said, uh, oh yeah, he told me about you. Like, <laughs> <laughs> she ain't say hi to me. She. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard you'd be making an appearance. <laughs> Kids are awesome, yo. <laughs> oh man, that's so funny. <laughs> and other news: uh, a Texas school board rejects "In God We Trust" signs in Arabic. That's uh-huh. right. <laughs> the signs had the right message as required by law. One stated in God we trust over a rainbow background. Another was in Arabic, but the Carroll School District in North Texas rejected the signs, saying it already had enough for its buildings. Uh, why is more God not good? Came the retort uh, from uh, Stravin uh, Krishna, a local resident who sought to donate the colorful signs at a school board meeting in South Lake a City in Dallas, Fort Worth area. Uh, board president uh, Cameron Bryan did not take up that question, saying only that by accepting an earlier donation at its August 15th meeting, the school district had enough signs for all 11 campuses and its office buildings. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Look, we good. uh, We good. (laughs) Yeah. Mr. Krishna here with the why is more God not good? Yo, (laughs) you know what you're doing. Yeah, that's expert. Love it. Love it. <laughs> love this energy. Love this energy. I thought y'all love God. Yeah. The not? sign says, in God we trust, just like you like. What's the problem? <laughs> Why are you trying to hurt God? Come on. Do you want to hurt his feelings? I love it. I love it. This is what God wants, baby. Yeah. You know what I mean? We just acknowledging oh, it openly on these rainbow colored uh, posters, you know? 
Don't you love rainbows? I mean, Don't you love it's. God? I see here that it says that uh, there's a recent law that requires yeah. public schools to display a poster bearing "In God We Trust." The law's main requirements are that the poster include the state and U.S. flags and that the school don't pay for them. Y'all got to. St- <laughs> what? <laughs> so there is a Texas law that requires public schools to mm-hmm. put up a poster that says in God we trust. Yep. And it must have the state and the U.S. flags and the school doesn't have to pay for them. That's it, baby. What you're is local. that? <laughs> you're what you're is a local that? artist, you know, do it for the love, baby. What? I don't understand why. Okay. Um, so, <laughs> like that law, I'm still stuck on the law. Here's what you have to do. <laughs> and y'all ain't supposed to pay for it. You got to get somebody else to pay. What does that mean? Why? If the government <laughs> wants you to do that, why... Didn't the government give you the signs? Oh, that's Texas, I'm sorry. baby. What are y'all doing? Look, all loved ones in Texas, get out. For real, B. Everybody that I love in Texas, get the fuck out. They <laughs> wildin'. That doesn't this law doesn't even make sense. So that's what so that's what this Krishna guy and everybody and other people are testing the limits of it. Um so <laughs> Uh, I guess the, um, what was he? The board president said the statute does not contemplate requiring the district to display more than one copy at a time. But Krishna said that the law doesn't refer to how many posters should be displayed. It doesn't say you have to just stop at one. So that is your decision to stop at one. I think it's kind of un-American to reject posters of our national motto. Krishna ain't fucking with y'all. Yo, Krishna came yo, with the heat, yo. He came with the heat. Look, <laughs> I got it. Uh, here's a rainbow. Who doesn't love rainbows? Children love rainbows. <laughs> yo, also what? shout outs to uh, his co-speaker, uh, Jennifer uh, Shutter, who uh, later pointed out that the posters had been designed by current and former students in South Lake. <laughs> so like, yo, they brought it. <laughs> it came ready with the ammo. Like, yo, this is artwork, son, <laughs> by the student body. It's what you want. Y'all don't have to. These are gifts. These are free. <laughs> this is what the law wants. Here's your sign. If I may quote Poet Laureate Bill Engvall, here's your sign. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. I, I, respect to y'all uh, trying to, like, uh, snap some reality uh, back over there in Texas. Now, I mean, hold it down. I'm ruined for y'all. I, I do not think you're going to win, but you man, might keep at it. The fight. Yeah, this is dope. Keep at it because this makes them look real stupid. Real this tall. Makes the, and I don't know. I mean, I, I know to some extent people uh, don't care how stupid they look at some point if they think they are in power uh, because they think it's impossible to look stupid because they are in power. And to that, I say, <laughs> what? But um, like I say, keep at it. Keep on giving them signs, Mr. Krishna. This shit is is hilarious, and they need to just have people going at them over these. This this law in particular is especially stupid. It makes Mm -hmm. no sense. Let them have it. Let the choppers sing. I I don't understand any of this. This makes no sense. (laughs) 
Um, this is awesome. They all frame too. Like they, they legit look dope. Yeah, they really. I mean, they're if it, if you like that kind of sign, it's a nice sign. <laughs> oh man! In other news, uh, the collab we've been waiting for, Sha. That's right, McDonald's. Okay. To give away UGG style chicken nugget inspired shoes. Uh. No. Nope. Right. What? <laughs> I don't even understand. Okay, go on and read it. <laughs> McDonald's read has it. created UGG style slippers inspired by chicken nuggets, and they'll be giving them away for six hours only in Australia. Named the Nuggies, these booties have been designed to resemble chicken nuggets, right down to the texture, according to the fast food giant. A claim that feels impossible yet intriguing. Uh, in keeping with the theme, these nugget booties will arrive at your door in a giant sauce packet instead of the typical shoebox. Uh, we are excited to bring nuggies to life, combining two iconic Aussie favorites that are perfect for a comfy night in, said McDonald's senior brand manager Liz uh, Whitbread in a press release. Okay. Oh, yeah, Sha. Six so, hours, um, baby, giving out chicken nugget shoes. Are they shaped like the boot nugget? Yeah, I would assume they're shaped like the boot nugget and feel like the boot nugget. The color, I think, Uggs already had. Yeah. You know? Because I'm looking at this Ugg, and I'm like, that can't be it, because that just looks like a, a tan Ugg. Yeah, <laughs> they, are. they already did it. Been yeah, years. but um, also... Like, how does it feel like a chicken nugget? Does there was, does it leave an, a greasy film on your fingers when you touch it? Every time you touch it? <laughs> Every time you put on your shoe, you got to wipe your fingers on your You got to wipe your head? Yeah. Like, Come what is me. that? Mm. I will, will say, the, though, the... the, will nug- the, the what were you going to say? No, packing it in the nugget sauce thing is brilliant. Yeah, that is funny. I mean, That's that is fine. funny. But, I mean... I don't know if I want my shoe to feel like a nugget. I don't like uh, when my nugget feels like a nugget. I don't know. It just feels weird. <laughs> it's, a, it's an odd combo. I don't know who uh Who, who okayed this. this? Yeah, who okayed this? That's what I want to know. Who, who stepped to who first? Did McDonald's go to Uggs like, hey, we want to make a, a, nug- a boot-shaped nugget boot? <laughs> like, what? So we've been thinking. Yeah, or it was Uggs like, you know what would be so funny if if we made a boot that was just like the McNugget. (laughs) There was a a lot of people saying this was inspired by the KFC Crocs collabo. Um, Oh, right. I forgot about that. Yeah. So, you know, it could be, you know, just the thing that's happening. Food and shoes collabing. That's ridiculous. I would have thought like McDonald's would try to figure out like a a Nike thing. But I guess this is the easier pivot. It already does have the color. It does. I mean, and they have a food that is shaped like a boot. Yeah, that's kind of strong. You're right. So I understand how how we got here. But I don't know if it was a trip we needed to take. Uggs and nugs. Yeah. I'm loving it. That is what's mm-hmm. on the on the on the low packaging. I uh, do like the packaging though. Like if you want to just send me another type of shoe in that nug nuggy packaging, that would make me happy. 
that's legit heat. I'm impressed with mm-hmm. that. Yeah. That's fire. Like the top where the box top would be, it looks like a, you peel off the top of a sauce. It's very well done. Yeah. I, I dig will that. say that. There you go. Look at that. Shop but, buy some yet. No, you're not. You're not going all the way to Australia <laughs> for something that I think already happened. You're not going back in time to get these damn Uggy Nuggy boots or whatever they're called. <laughs> I'm a stock X's shit, okay? Oh, you might be able to do that, but yeah. I still think you shouldn't. <laughs> McNugget, McNugget Uggs. I'm going to do that. I'm going I'm to cop some McNugget Uggs. Nuggies, right? See if they come yeah. up. Yeah. Are you are you looking for it now? Hell yeah. No, they did not, sadly. Uh, oh, 50 people hmm. that uh, won them are diehard fans, apparently. Uh, no StockX love for me. <laughs> keep checking. Yeah, y'all. I'm going to keep my hopes up, you know? I wanna... Keep checking. I mean, if they if they made the nugs in peanut oil, someone's going to be allergic <laughs> and they're going to have to get rid of them. My so feet. keep looking. <laughs> Keep hope alive for me, okay, y'all? Okay. Yeah, yeah. Don't get, don't give up the ghost on this one. I think, I think it may be there. There we go. You know, I got. Ex- I haven't bought some new kicks in a while, too. That's a good expansion. <laughs> I like that. Yo, if you end up with these McDonald McNugget UGG boots, <laughs> they absolutely must become a part of your uniform now, like oh, yeah. on I stage. So. I think so. Yeah, yeah. Because I've I've been pushing with the. Uh, with the uh the Deodoras because of the uh, Ivan Drago's a lot. I've been doing that a lot on stage lately. That's been fun. Okay. Cause you know, like but you, I... you get to see his face on it, mm-hmm. and I have to like explain that it's a Rocky thing and not like a pro Russia thing. Okay. Yeah, you know, right. Right now that's like, you know, sensitive. So yes, I'm like, yeah, for I'm not sure. rooting for Russia. I'm I'm just a fan of Rocky. And these this colorway look cool. No, but here's the thing. If you get these nuggy boots, you cannot mention that they are McDonald's <laughs> McNugget Ugg boots. I want you to just stand up there and tell your jokes as you would tell them and have people go, does this dude realize he's wearing tan, oily looking <laughs> Uggs? Nobody want to follow me on stage no more. They all yeah. slip anywhere. Yeah, and also I kind of want some McNuggets, don't you? You Hell know what yeah. I mean? Yeah, I want I want it to work like that where you never mention it, but people kind of figure out what's happening <laughs> and wait for you to say something and you won't. You just won't. Ever, ever. Okay. <laughs> Only people that know is us uh, and, and the listeners of the pod. That's it. Right. Being on this game. <laughs> Man, McNuggets I hope you end up with low. some. Hey, I'm going to find them now. That's it. Put the word out, you know? <laughs> other news, uh, a female, quote-unquote, vampire found in a 17th century grave with the sickle across her throat. That's right. Uh, Polish archaeologists have uncovered the remains of a woman thought to be a vampire. The grave for the female vampire dates back to the 17th century when fears about people returning from the dead were still prevalent. Uh, to keep this from happening, the sharp blade of a sickle was placed Across her neck, it would cut off her head if she rose from the grave. Uh, the researchers also found the padlock on one of her big toes. Um, it's not one of Buffy's uh, vampire slaying tricks, but other graves on Earth in Eastern Europe have uh, similar anti-vampire burial methods. Uh, okay. Fine. Yeah. I'm sorry. No, I no, have no. a picture of the skull with the sickle across its throat. Yeah. And so, you know, it's 
It's decayed. It's just a skull, but the teeth are there. Those eye teeth are not strong enough. There are no fangs. She wasn't a vampire. Yeah. Those Listen, are just regular looking teeth. It's a regular lady. Yeah. When but are also, we going to start trusting women, yo? <laughs> I know. But seriously, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> if you Why don't trust her her whole life, fine, yo. But she dead. You still don't, you still don't trust that, like, yeah. she ain't going to come after you that after is, she died. That's wild that that was policy. Yo. That they were just like, yo, we, we think they may, I don't know if she's really going to be dead, dead. So just in case, let's put a blade over their throat. Yeah. So when they sit up, they decapitate themselves. Straight up. And somebody said, just in nah, case. That's... Just in case. Yo, but it was wild somebody did that and then looked at it and said, nah, that's not enough. Chain her by the toe, too. You know? <laughs> like, she still might get away, headless, dead. Right. That's true. I mean, uh, I, I think if you cut a chicken's head off, they will continue to run around for a minute. <laughs> so. Yo. We've... Yeah, I don't. I don't know how far they think she's going to get without a head, but I'm sure like also keeping a toe behind will probably stop her. It'll throw off her balance. There you go. This, this was a, a, a burial site uh, in uh, the state of Texas. Um, <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I don't know. This is weird as shit to me. Um, this lady looks very like her skull looks very normal. Every one of her teeth look normal. Nothing about oh, this. What um, what's funny is this says the scene. The team said that a silk cap was found on the woman's skull, suggesting she was of high status. So I mean, she still had her bonnet on. Yo, <laughs> now just gonna be putting a blade across her throat. Come on, nah, man. let the woman live. Let she her was ride. Trying dude. to look good. Yeah, she had waves. You know what I mean? I know. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, B. Let her rock. She didn't have any frizz. It wasn't a do rag. She wasn't trying to get waves. Then again, we don't know. We don't know. We don't but... know, B. If she was a vampire, you never know what she got going on. <laughs> she could live forever. She got the patience to make them shits look fire. Mm, maybe. I mean? Maybe. That's true. You make a good point there. I'm telling you. Wave check. <laughs> FBI. <laughs> FBI found 48. 48 empty folders that had contained classified documents at Trump's house. <laughs> oh, the FBI search of former President Donald Trump's Florida club and residence last month turned up 48 empty folders marked as containing classified information a newly disclosed court filing shows. Um, the filing uh, detailed the list of items retrieved in the search, um, along with the uh, empty folders. With classified markings, the FBI discovered 40 more empty folders that said they contained sensitive documents. Uh, the user should return to staff, secretary, or military aid. Uh, it also said the agents found seven documents marked as top secret uh, in Mr. Trump's office and 11 more in, in, the, in the storage room. Uh, a list accompanying the court filing from the Justice Department did not say whether all the contents of the folder had been recovered, but the filing noted that the inquiry into Mr. Trump's handling of the documents remained an active criminal investigation. Among the items found in one box, 30 news clippings dated from 2008 to 2019, three articles of clothing or gift items, one book, 11 government documents marked as confidential, 21 marked as secret, 
and 255 government documents or photographs with no classification markings. Uh, the <laughs> listing suggests the files Mr. Trump took to his Florida home were stored in a slapdash manner and appeared to underline concerns that he had not followed rules for protecting national security secrets. I, okay. (laughs) I, I can't, I mean, I, I can believe it on Trump's end. I can't believe, I, I don't know. Maybe I can believe it. It just makes me sad that he literally was like, give them empty folders. His whole presidency has been give them blank sheets of paper, give them empty folders, just stack up a bunch of binders. Like it's all for show. Of course he thought he could do this Mm -hmm. and then throw the important confidential secret government papers in the same box as Christmas decorations and clothing you meant to drop off at Goodwill. They'll never look there, Sha. They'll never look there. I just, like, I can believe it because he's already done that kind of shit to us before and we called it out before. I, I But I, I can't believe, I don't know. I still, part of me is just like, I can't believe he's still getting away with this shit. Like he's not, I mean, they're telling folks, yeah, no, he gave us empty folders. But I feel like... <laughs> When you get in there and they're like, here's the stuff right here. No one thought to pick up one of the folders and just flip through it to make sure you had your shit. (laughs) Nobody counts the money as it comes out of the ATM machine to make sure they gave you the right number of what they were supposed to give you. For real. Trust but verify. Because once you step away from it, it's yours now. I don't know. Maybe those 20s blew away. But while you're standing in front of it, while you're standing in front of the teller, if you can even remember those guys, <laughs> you needed to count that shit in front of them to make sure that they did what they were going to do. Mm-hmm. Nobody opens the carton of eggs to make sure none of them are cracked. <laughs> How are y'all living your lives out here? Y'all trust <laughs> Donald Trump to give you the shit? <laughs> we ain't no, He ain't never getting locked up. He ain't never getting locked up. Y'all just took them folders like, yep. I guess this is it. And then got back and then went on a holiday weekend and then came back (laughs) and was like, yeah, let's go on and fuck with them folders now. Uh Uh-oh. This ain't what you said. (laughs) It's so much of this bothered me. Like, one, exactly what you said. Mm -hmm. What about Trump said, yo, we can trust this dude. Let's keep him moving. We'll check in on this later. Two. (laughs) 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 Nah, he good. He good. I trust yeah, he good. Work. He good for it. Yeah. Nah, I mean, two. This felt like, like it felt like, for Trump to be a successful president, mm-hmm. they had to like, they had to like simplify the system. You know how like like when you like thirteen and you get like your first job at like McDonald's, and you mm-hmm. realize that the cash <laughs> register got no numbers; it just got pictures. You know, right. they don't want you doing math. They just see how this. Just press the burger. Somebody says burger. Okay? Right. That's mm-hmm. what it felt like. Like, yo, listen, Trump, this is important information. You know how you know it's important? We're giving it to you in a folder that says important information. Like, right. they couldn't just trust this dude to, like, figure out what matters about this job. 
they literally had to like give them folders printed out that said, yo, this is classified, my G. You know how you know it's classified? There's a big stamp on it that says classified. Like that's like cartoon shit. I feel like we shouldn't be having folders that tell you if something is like that. But here's the thing. I don't, I'm willing to bet they did not give it to him in folders that said top secret on it. Right. I think he had people go out and clear out a fucking staple of all its manila folders <laughs> and then had a fucking stamp made. And I think it says top secret on it, but the R is reversed. Like, I feel like <laughs> they made up those folders. Okay. And they're like, yeah, put confidential, uh, confident, uh, secret. Yeah. Like, I feel like that's <laughs> what the big word. It looks like, con- like confident scratch out, confident for, uh, scratch out, top secret. I feel like that's what's written on the front of those fucking folders. This is madness. I think that's what he probably has his son Baron doing is making these bootleg folders. <laughs> you want your billions, okay? <laughs> you got the projects. It. Yeah, you got to yeah. earn it. Okay. You know, you got to stay home this summer and and work on this. Yeah, like cuz I'm I'm sure that the papers came in various attaches and briefcases and <laughs> things with locks on them and shit, you know? Yeah. Because there's the theater of the White House. So I'm sure that there are things that are put away that you literally could just be like, nah, that file cabinet has all the confidential shit. You can barely lift it. It's like a fireproof safe. You know what I mean? Like, right, right. It's all in that. So if something happens here, all that shit's safe. But there's certainly the theater of the White House of just like, these are how we do things. It feels very important and blah and blah and blah. And I bet that there's a whole unveiling and they got to lower everything to candlelight. And you know what I mean? <laughs> I bet there there's a weird, creepy children's choir that sings as you get the nuclear codes and shit. But they just took that stuff and they were like, hey, throw that in my trunk. <laughs> throw all that. Throw that shit in my trunk. Oh, they want something? Go out and buy some folders and tell them it's in that. <laughs> and and the the Department of Justice dumbass was like, I mean, they gave us it says top secret on it, but then opened it and went, don't you know what I mean? Yeah. Yo, who's out here print who getting article clippings? I mean, that's also see, that's the personal thing of Trump's because he kept any article clipping about himself. Oh, that's the that's 2000s? the the narcissist. Yeah, oh, absolutely, he did. Absolutely, because he used to um, send copies of it to people of just like, here's what so-and-so said about me. I don't know why you don't like me, but they like me in this. And he'd send copies. Old people shit. When, you know, when you're <laughs> when when a, a great aunt or a grandparent sees something in the paper and they think of you and they cut it out of the paper. <laughs> And you get a letter, you're just like, a letter? And you open it up, and it's from your great aunt, and they're just like, I know that you like to tell jokes, and there was a clown at the hospital this week, and here's an article about it, and it made me think of you. That's just old people shit. That's what they do. Low-key, that was beautiful. I really hope that aunt <laughs> was real. 
hope that whole story was real. So that was heartwarming. It was not real. No, no one has done that for me. I was like, oh, for real? Like, y'all, it's dope. No, yo. no, I'm I'm an old lady. Nobody thought of me. Anybody <laughs> was... who would have done that for me is dead by now. <laughs> yeah, that legit moved me. I was like, oh, shit, that's beautiful. Yeah, yo. no, uh-uh. But that is the kind of thing that old people do. And, but unfortunately, Trump being the kind of person he is, he does it the opposite way. So if someone writes some shit about you that he doesn't like, he would get copies of it. He'd save it. He'd make copies of it. And then he'd write something vile on it and send that back to you in the mail. Or he'd copy where someone said something nice about him and send that to you and be like, I don't know why you don't like me. This guy over here at the New York Post loves me. Like, that's the kind of shit he does. So I absolutely believe he had articles dated from 2008 or whatever it was. I'm, I'm surprised that's all that was in that particular box. I'm sure there are more. I'm sure that's more organized than the confidential papers that he stole from the White House. Ask him to put his hands on what, you know, some, mag, some GQ magazine said about him in passing. And I bet he can put his hand right on it. Bring it uh -huh. up immediately. Here it is. Hard copy. The actual magazine. <laughs> Ask him where them codes are. He don't know. <laughs> if you would like. <laughs> if you would like. Uh, for the war report. Mm -hmm. To collaborate with your local senior centers in a new business venture. Oh, no. Where we send you care packets of articles that have been cut out that are semi-related to your life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Wait, actually, that's not a bad idea. I'm telling you. Yo, this is a dope venture. Get, yeah. <laughs> help the old people with their arthritis. You know, remind them how to use scissors and shit. You know? <laughs> give them something to do with their time. Give and them actual... Also give them actual sharp scissors. Go into any elder... Uh, elder, like, uh, relative, go yeah. into their house and use their scissors. They are the dullest thing. <laughs> Every older person in your family, their scissors are, they've had them since, you know, like Eisenhower was an, like, they're, they're made of water. They can't cut air. <laughs> Every single one. <laughs> and I don't know why that is, but go through young people, go to your grandparents, great aunts, switch out to get them new scissors real talk my grandma's That's why i know scissors one. could rust you know what i mean See, i ain't know they were yeah. brown i like i i know they could be like yep. that color but they can yeah i i remember buying scissors for my parents and my mother's like why would you do that we have three pairs of scissors i was like and they can't cut shit that's why <laughs> <laughs> I'm tired of coming over here and just gnawing things out with my teeth. I can't do it anymore. <laughs> I don't know when you got this old, but here we are. Here you are ain't cutting right, okay? Yeah. So that's that would be part of our uh, outreach program uh, it, with senior, senior centers is to replace all their scissors. That's it. Community service right here at the War Report, baby. You know what I mean? <laughs> if you are an Apple, Spotify listener, we appreciate your ratings. Four stars. You're going to let these poor 80, 90-year-old people cut out articles for you with those old scissors? You hateful, son. <laughs> Five stars, we getting pristine scissors, various mm -hmm. colors, you know, so you can tell mm -hmm. them apart even if you got cataracts. You know which scissors <laughs> belong to you. Okay? <laughs> Do you have any articles uh, you want us to cover 
Uh, please DM us directly on Twitter or Instagram at Silky Jumbo or at Gastro Almonte. Uh, props this week to uh, Call Me Uzi, uh, Brandy Spain, and uh, Lori McDaniel. Really appreciate all y'all sending stuff in. With all that said, I am the hmm. soon-to-be receiving heartwarming cutouts, Gastro Almonte. Always wit, the visionary of this new business venture, <laughs> Shalay Wishaw. This has uh, been a heartwarming episode of The World Report. Catch it's on been something. <laughs> <laughs> Expect your cutout soon. Peace. Lord, let me grow up.